Hello, and thank you for connecting with us here at Oasis Online. If this ministry is an encouragement to you, I would love to hear from you. Would you send me an email at pastor at obclv.org? I hope you enjoy the service today and that God would speak directly to your heart. Thank you so much again for being here, and, and uh, what an awesome morning it's been, and I hope that you've enjoyed the worship through the songs, and uh, I love music, I love being able to sing all forms of music, and this morning the songs that were able to be sung, the, the worship songs to lift up the Lord, really they flow into everything that we're doing today, and I ask that it would have been upbeat and that we had a, a service like this, and so um, this morning what I want to do, I really just want to... I'm going to share briefly some history of Oasis. I'm not going to spend a lot of time with it, but what I really want to get to this morning is is really some of the things and some of the places that we're going. Uh, there's This has been a couple years in the making, really, of, of some different transitions that have taken place here at Oasis, and, um, and, and I've been at this day for almost a year of meeting with people and setting out vision and setting out mission and setting out core values and setting up exactly who is Oasis. And, and really over the course of the last couple of years, God just really molding me and kind of working in and who I am and, and developing some of the things of a pastor that I am and trying to figure these things out and doing this stuff. And, and so today is really kind of a, a, a starting point in some aspects where really what we're doing is I'm not going to give you the answers of everything and how we're going to do and make and blah, blah, blah. It's really not it. But we're laying a foundation today that says this is who Oasis is and this is where Oasis is going. And I'm excited that you're here, guests. Um, typically, I preach, and I'm typically going to preach for about an hour and a half. No, I'm just kidding. Usually about 40 or so minutes, and I, I try to dive into God's Word. And this morning, I'm going to get into God's Word, but it's just going to be a little bit different as we present some vision and, and true direction as to where Oasis is going. So I, I thank you so much for being here. And really, if you're searching for a church, there's probably not a better time that you could have came here because you're going to get a little bit of a, of a really good picture of who Oasis is and where exactly that we're headed and what we're doing and why in the world does Oasis exist in Las Vegas. And so if you could go with me, I guess you're not going anywhere with me, but I'm going to kind of... I'm going to talk a little bit this morning. I'm used to saying, could you go with me at your, in your Bible? That's about the time that that happens. But uh, I'm going to talk a little bit about Oasis, the history of Oasis. And um, as I stated, today would be roughly 52 years, somewhere at the first beginning of the, of the month of, of November. And uh, we are excited, and God has done a number of things over the course of that time. And, and so... I'm just going to go back to really the, the, the beginning roots and, um, and bring you in some regard, I'm not going to go through every detail of that, but kind of how Oasis started and where we are today. And then I'm going to, um, Lord willing, share with you um, exactly how the two merged together and where we're headed in the next 50 years. And so basically Oasis Baptist Church started in Pittman, Nevada. Pittman is now part of Henderson. If you have no idea where that's at, basically you're looking at Sunset and Boulder Highway. If you know where that area is, that's old Pittman. That's, that's the area where it started. But it started as Pittman Chapel, and there was a gentleman um, by the name of Mr. Emil. Was it Emil? I don't know. Is it Emil? Emil Busick or Busk? Sorry, Emil Busk. 
But he was a businessman. He had ties to a, a Bible college in, in Los Angeles, California. And basically, he started a chapel. Um, and he started a number of chapels over the course or throughout the Mojave Desert. And, and they were spoke by, they, people would come and preach. These college kids would go to all these different places and they would preach. And basically, they just, there needed to be a church. And so he started them and they would go and they would kind of, gather around and they would they would do those things and so missionary pastors or young uh, young men that were training to be uh, pastors would come and preach and so um, that's what Mr. Busk started there at, at Pittman Chapel in the early 50s there was a gentleman Daryl Champlin and later Mark Grings who were instrumental in the growth um, and then later uh, also a Marcelino Azuna and his wife Barbara took over after the Grings, but it was in in the 60s um, when the group began to really consider becoming a church. Prior to that, like I said, it was really just a, a group of people. They would come and, and they would gather together, kind of like we start, a lot of churches are started here as just home churches, but they, were, they called it the Pittman Chapel. And so at this time in the early 60s, they began to to develop and try to, to, to come to a place where they could be a church. And at that time... Uh, they uh, looked at Reverend Benton Bell. He was a, another gentleman who knew the, the Busks, and he uh, traveled at times, and he would speak at some of these different places. But, but he came in, and uh, he began to candidate, and he began to, to do those things, and he was a part of the whole process of putting that together. And uh, Philip and Louise Douglas, um, in early September 1962, um, began to really put all those things together. So the Busks and Reverend Bell uh, really started forming these different, the, the process of getting this, and then um, Pastor Douglas came in in early of, or in 1962. October 3rd, 1962, the Oasis Baptist Church was chosen. The name Oasis was chosen. The Articles of Concorporation were filed on November 14th, 1962, and at that time they had already had um, some finances and some pieces together to purchase their first property on Aloha Street and Desert Inn Road. And on January 28th, 1963, the down payment was made and the Douglases stayed at Oasis up until um, 1967. And from there, really up until today, there has obviously been a number of times of transition. There's been other pastors that have came, and there's been times of growth, and there's been times of, of hurt. There's been times where um, things were exploding. There's been times where they were ready to shut the doors because there was 6, 8, 10, 12 people that were, were at Oasis Baptist Church. And so I say all that to really bring us to today and that the greatest thing that we have as a church is to understand and to know that God said it, or Jesus said it in his ministry, that the church wasn't built by you or I, but that the church would be built by him. And so throughout 52 years, and yes, we, we can go back to, to Mr. Busk and his, his dream of having a, a chapel or a place where people could worship way back in the, in the 50s, to take that to, to Reverend Bell and and his and as they kind of gathered together and he was instrumental in putting those pieces together and and to to pastor Douglas and to to so on and so forth and we can go through from that history till today there wasn't just one pastor there was a a few different pastors 
It wasn't a perfect scenario. It wasn't a perfect setting. It wasn't any of those things. But what it was was God, God's church. And what it is today is God's church. And though we can, we can travel 52 years or 60-so years of history, really, and we can look at a lot of different things, there's one thing that's constant in all of it, and it's God. It's not about me standing here as a pastor, or we can go back to Pastor Douglas way back in those days. Yes, we are called to lead, and we are called to do different things, but it's, it's God who builds his church. It's not me, the pastor, that builds the church. And so this morning, I'm excited for, for some of the things that God is allowing us to be a part of. I'm excited for what God is doing. I'm, I, I, there's days that I get more frustrated than other days. There's times I, was, I would sit here and go, man, I wish we were at 500. There's other times where you, you come in and it's like, ah, oh, you know, that's just a part of church and business and life and all of the different things. But as I stop and I look and I have went through this process over the course of about six to nine months, there's been a group of about 20 people that have sat in a room once a month on a Friday evening. We've gone through a, a book, we've, we've prayed over things, we've done a number of different things and, and God, I believe, has really worked in all of those times and all of those meetings and really in my heart and and I believe with all of my heart that today we stand here and I stand here able to give you a a vision of who Oasis is and a direction of where we're headed that is genuinely God-given and not just your pastor standing up here saying this is what I want to do. And so this morning I'm excited. This morning I am I, I'm not going to lie and say that there is, this is really weird, there's no nerves. This morning has been one of those, I, I think more than any other day in the last couple years as I've stood up here on a Sunday morning, I sat in my office this morning and I came in this morning and I'm like, I hope somebody comes to church today. Like I've had those different times where I'm like, man, I hope that there's more than just my family. But today it was one of those days where I'm like, I'm like man, I hope people come today. That'd be a real big bummer if we are doing this big 52 celebration and laying out the new get, new vision of where God has taken us. And there's like Mindy and I, and she's going to be like, you've told me this so much. Just shut up. Let's go home. You know, but uh, I'm really excited for what God is doing. And, and I'm just going to jump into this. I'm going to answer a couple questions. Some of this is going to be teaching and I'm going to show why we're doing some of this. And some of it's just going to be me really laying out my heart. And so uh, I pray that, that you'll grasp a hold of it and that God will use this day today to really change the course of the direction and the history and the, 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 really the direction of Oasis Baptist Church. And so the first question that we're going to get to is really simple. Who is Oasis? And I think as, as with any corporation or any thing or any business or whatever you want to look at it, the idea of knowing who we are really helps one of the greatest things, and we look throughout Scripture often, and God's Word talks about, especially in the New Testament, being unified, going forward, and having a, a unified goal. And I think we could all go, yes, well, we understand there's a church, and we understand all of those things, but there's something to having a unified vision and a unified goal 
that we could all, as a hundred and whatever of us that are in this room, say, that is who we are and that is where we're going, allows us to be unified. And so today, as we look at this idea of who Oasis is, I believe that we can answer that. And I also believe that it allow us, as we continue to move forward, to unite us together. Why does Oasis exist? Well, we're a church. We exist to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. Yes, that is right. But I also believe there's beyond that why the church exists. I don't think it's just for us to say, well, we're a church and this is what we're doing and this is why we do it. Again, going back to the who, I believe the why allows us to unify together in such a manner that really there is a specific passion and goal behind what this church is after. And so as we look at this, as we look at the why, like I stated, there's, there's a reason that God looked at the disciples and said, go. Go make disciples, go teach, go baptize, go bring people in. And so we can look at that and we'll get into that here in just a few moments. But I also believe that as we're here today, each church is wired a little bit different than the next church. And if you've been to multiple churches, which most of us have, we've all been to different churches, there's some churches that are incredible at evangelism and they're seeing souls saved like nobody's business, but they may be weak on discipleship. Or there's some churches that are, that are so good on, on discipleship and so good at the teaching side of it, but they're, they're relationally maybe a little bit, little bit weaker. Or maybe their evangelism is a little bit weaker. Or whatever those things may be. There's, every church has a little bit of a niche. Just like every place that you go has a niche. I don't know what your favorite restaurant is. But... There's certain restaurants that are really good at specific things, right? They have a niche. You don't go to In-N-Out to get chicken. You just don't do it. In Las Vegas, we don't go to Chick-fil-A either to get chicken. How many of you are Chick-fil-A nuts? Can I just ask that? How many of you drive two hours to go across the border to get Chick-fil-A? Y'all have lost your mind. I'm just, you've lost your mind. How about this? I don't know why I'm doing this. How about Cracker Barrel? How many of you drive just to go to Cracker Barrel? Holy cow. You're nuts. Here, let me, let me do this. I'm going to invite all of you that drive to Cracker Barrel I'm going to invite you to my house, and my wife is going to make homemade mashed potatoes, and you can pay us for homemade cooking. Is that all right? Mindy, I just, I just nominated you. No, but, but I say all that because each one of those places, they have their little niche. Con- uh, Cracker Barrel is that home cooking whatever. I just, it's, it's overpriced food that I, my wife makes every night. I just... I don't know. It's what I grew up with. My mom cooked, I mean, mashed potatoes and gravy and corn and we're all getting, it's time for lunch, right? <laughs> but to me, I always thought, man, why am I going to spend that much money on home cooking? But they have a niche in the restaurant industry. 
You know what you're going for when you go to Cracker Barrel. They know why they exist. And I know that may be a silly illustration and we can all laugh about it, but the reality of it is I believe that God has created the church and God gave the church and God has done all of those things, but each one of us are a little bit different. There's a church here that's going to do something a little bit different than the one that's across the street or the one that's down the road or however we look at it. And we all have a little bit different niches. And so the why that we exist, we're going to look at that as well today. And so we're going to do that based on four building blocks. Really, I look at it as three building blocks, and then there's some action steps. But we look at the Oasis Foundation as four building blocks, and here they are. We've got a vision. We've got a mission. We've got core values. And then we have an area that we are going to focus on and that we're going to make sure that we're continually striving to be better at. And so this morning, let's look at the vision first. And I'm going to give you why we need a vision or what the vision is. So vision is the goal. It's a clear picture of the future of the ministry, the result of the work done. Again, we're looking at a goal here. As we continue, a vision answers the question of what kind of a church do we visualize? What do I see what is it that I, I really anticipate and what are those things? The next one is a vision is how we see God and our church. And so when I look at these three little simple things that tell me why in the world we have a vision, and some of you are like, why are we doing this? I just want you to know why we're doing it. How's that? It's a goal that's a clear picture. It answers what kind of church that we desire that we visualize, and it it says how we see God and our church. And here's what the new vision of Oasis Baptist Church is. And then I'll go into a little bit more detail of this. But the vision of Oasis Baptist Church is this, that we are a family of believers growing in the Word of God daily, encouraging one another and living a Christ-centered life so that the power of Christ through Oasis creates an impact on the community that transforms leading others to Christ and uniting us for God's glory. So Oasis Baptist Church, what I envision and what I see when I look at and when I think of Oasis Baptist Church, when I look at the the big picture, if I could say this would be the dream of my church, of the church that God has allowed me to lead, it would be this, that we as a church would be a family growing in the Word of God daily, that we would encourage one another, that we would live out a Christ-centered life, that we would impact the community, that we, would tra- that we would see lives being transformed, that we would see souls coming to know Christ, and that we would be united in and for God's glory. And so as I look at this thought, I see a number of different things, and I don't know, again, as you see this now for the first time, Here's basically what I really begin to look at. When I think of a church, I don't think of a building, and I don't think of all of us just as one one group. We're all individuals. And when I think of a church that's striving and thriving and seeing incredible and awesome things being done for the cause of Christ... I don't see it because there's a dynamic pastor. I don't see it because of all the leadership is just perfect. And I don't see it because of some of those things. I see it because we as a family 
grow in God's word daily. That we as a family encourage one another. That we as a family are growing in Christ and then because we are growing in Christ and because you and I individually are growing in who Christ has, has us to be, we encourage one another. We love one another. We make an impact where you go to work. We make an impact when we go and do things. We make an impact in the community that God has placed us in. We see others come to Christ. We, we see others grow in Christ. And then we unite as a body, as a family. Because we have a goal, we have a vision, we have a dream, and that's, what, that's where we're at. And so as I look at this thought, I look at so many different things, and really I could probably preach five or so sermons just in that thought. What exactly is a family of believers? How do I grow in God's word? What is it to encourage one another? How do I live a Christ-centered life? All of those things can be brought out, and I'm not going to do that this morning, but when I think of that idea, when I think of the vision, when I look at Oasis Baptist Church, I see that we are a family. I see that individually we are growing in Christ, and so on and so forth. And so as I continue this morning to look through some of these things, I, when I look at the questions of what kind of church do I envision, do we envision, I can, through this statement, see so many things, but I see a family of believers our community can't ignore. I see a family of believers who are passionately following Christ. I see a family of believers who desire to lead others to Christ. I see a family of believers who are united with one purpose, to live for God's glory. And so as I look at this, the idea of our vision of who Oasis Baptist Church is, from today, November 9th, moving forward, Oasis Baptist Church is a family of believers growing in the Word of God daily, encouraging one another, and living a Christ-centered life so that the power of Christ through Oasis creates an impact on the community that transforms, leading others to Christ and uniting us for God's glory. The next part of that is the mission. And so we just saw the vision and the, the, the clear picture, so to speak, of what that is. And as we look at the mission, we got a mission. This is what a, mi- a mission does. It dictates the ministry's direction and function. A mission provides a purpose for the church. A mission builds a culture. And it answers three questions. What the ministry does, who the ministry does it for, and how the ministry does it. And so as I look at those things and I look at kind of the idea of our mission, it dictates the direction. It provides a purpose. It builds a culture. And really, as we leave today, that one thing there is really the thing that we're after. We are building and changing the culture of Oasis Baptist Church. And a lot of that's going to be because of this statement. And it's this. The mission of Oasis Baptist Church is to be and to create passionate followers of Christ. When I look at the idea of our mission, God gave us the mission of the church in a few different passages of Scripture throughout the New Testament. He gave it to us in Matthew. He said to go and make disciples, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son. He gave us a mission to go He gave us a mission 
to evangelize and to, to, do, to make disciples. And as I look at this and as we as a group of people gathered and came together, we looked at the idea and we, we put a number of different things down on paper, but we came to this thought of to be and to create passionate followers of Christ. Here is, if we go back to the slide just before that, the, the questions of what and the questions of how and the questions of what it's dictating, this thought and this statement will basically be why we do everything that we do. Everything that we do will be so that you and I would be passionate followers of Christ and that you and I would do everything in in which our power is, is to go and to share and to build and to, to tell the gospel to bring others to become passionate disciples of Christ as well. And that's really... If you go back to the vision, what we stated, a family of believers doing all of those things as individuals. And here's here's what this is. Think about this thought. If I am a passionate follower of Christ, who am I bringing along behind me? If you are a passionate follower of Christ, who are you bringing along behind you? And that's really, in in a nutshell, what that is. Because we are all called to go, we're all called to make disciples, we're all called to teach, we're all called to do that as Christians. And so really all that we've done is we've said let's do that with passion and let's do that with zest, let's do that with enthusiasm, let's create that thing. In Oasis Baptist Church, the mission of Oasis Baptist Church is to be and to create passionate followers of Christ. We are to be passionate followers of Christ. We are to share and lead others to do that as well. If I am passionately following after Christ, we've said it, I've said it a million different times. If I love something, I'm going to let you know that I love something. If I love Christ, I should naturally let others know that I love Christ. And that happens by what I do, that happens by what I say, that happens by all of those things. And again, it goes back to that vision, I'm going to encourage each other, we're going to do all of those things and we're going to do those things together and I'm going to grow as an individual and I'm going to encourage you to grow as an individual and and we're going to come together and we're going to be a united front moving forward. And we're going to do that because the mission dictates where we go and what we do. And as we continue, we'll get into the core values here, but the mission and vision work together. The mission's purpose is this, to inform all of the ministry's function, and the vision's purpose is to inspire people to accomplish the ministry's functions. So we have one that tells us why we do it, and we have the other one that's kind of continually directing the where that we're doing it. I see a lot of people doing this. Are we freezing? Are we Okay. Hey, we're good then. Keep it where it's at. Never mind. I just saw people grabbing stuff, and I was told how cold it was last week. So So as we continue, the third part of this is our core values. And our core values are why we do what we do. Our core values determine ministry initiatives. Our, Our core values inspire people to actions. Our core values communicate what is important. And our core values encourage and influence behavior. And lastly, our core values enhance 
credible leadership. If you will, go with me to Acts chapter number 2. And a lot of what we see and where we get our core values really came out of this passage of Scripture in Acts chapter number 2. In Acts chapter number 2, starting in verse number 42, is where we'll be going back to the, the early church. And in this passage of Scripture, it speaks of what they did and, and how, so to speak, they did some of these things. And a lot of what we see within our core values, we took right back to Acts chapter 2. And so I'll try to stick with it. It's on the screen. I know they're a little bit small. But Acts chapter 2 and verse 42, it says, And they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship and in breaking of bread and in prayers. And fear came upon every soul, and many wonders and signs were done by the apostles. And all that believed were together and had all things common, and sold their possessions and goods and parted them to all men. Uh, blah, 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 blah. And as every man had need. And they continuing... Sorry, And they continuing daily with one accord in the temple and breaking bread from house to house did eat their meat with gladness and singleness of heart, praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to the church daily such as should be saved. And so as we look at the idea of our core values, we really, like I said, there was that group of us that we went through this passage of Scripture. We just laid out what are some values that we see out of this passage of Scripture and so some of those things we looked at right off the get-go, it's some, some mentioned that we, they were steadfast. Others mentioned that there was doctrine, that, which is the teaching side of things. There was fellowship and, and breaking of bread, which is really we're looking at the family there and we're looking at how they related with one, one another. Um, it talked about prayer. It talked about having all things in common. It talks about so many different things as we look into this passage of Scripture that really relate to where we are and why we chose some of the core values that we chose. And so as we look at our core values, the core values, these are the values that a passionate follower of Christ embodies. And so as I put all of the different values that we had put on paper, I came to the idea or the thought of, if I'm a passionate follower of Christ, what would I put in me? What would I need? What, what are the values that I would have to have? And so we came up with this as our core values. Passionate followers of Christ know Him, worship Him, walk with Him, share Him, and are a united family. And so the core values would be know Him, worship Him, walk with Him, share Him, and are a united family. And I'm going to take each one of those and we'll kind of dissect those here. But as we look at this idea of knowing Him, is to seek, to learn, understand, and teach. The thought of know Him really dives into every aspect of everything that we do that, te- that, that has to do with the training and the growing and the, the knowledge of who God is and all of those things. It is part of us, and when we looked at that Acts chapter 2, it stated very plainly that they, they talked about the doctrine, they steadfastly followed, continued in the doctrine and fellowshipping, to know Him. The next part was worship Him. Again, as we go through this, it talked about praising God. It talked about some of those things in that passage of Scripture, to worship Him, to live the daily life in prayerful worship. And we're going to, with worship, 
we would obviously focus some things in this, the room and the area that we have our services on and all of these different things, but worship is so many different things. But the next area is walk with Him. When we look at the idea of, of walking with Christ, that we would abide with Him daily in the Word, in service, in community, and in every area of our lives. That we would walk with Christ. Not only would we walk with Christ, but we would share Him. That our church would be dedicated to evangelism. That our church would be dedicated to missions and our church would be dedicated to local outreach. And so a part of sharing would be all of those things that would involve missions and and outreach and and all of the aspects of, of you and I taking these cards every, every week and, and telling people and so on and so forth. And lastly, lastly, there is a family. That we are united together as a family of believers for His glory. And as we look at that, we see those core values to know Him, worship Him, walk with Him, share Him, and that we would be that family. The next is our areas of focus. And with this, I'm going to take this a little bit deeper into our core values here in just a moment. But the areas of focus, where the ministry will concentrate our efforts. And here's, as we were going through this, I was thinking of so many different things, of of things that we concentrate and what we focus on. But really what this is, is this isn't something that for the next six months we're going to focus on. This is something that we are focused on. This is something, again, what I stated earlier... What we're laying out this morning is really the foundation of who Oasis is. These are things that do not change. There's ways that may change, but who we are does not change. And so as we look at our areas of focus, these are things that we are going to continually focus on as we continue to move forward. And so as we look at this, we're going to focus on to know Him. And granted, all of these aren't the things, we could list more of these things, but when we look at the the idea of knowing Christ, we're going to focus in our Sunday school areas, we're going to focus on our small groups, we're going to focus on discipleship, we're going to focus on anything that has to do with you and I growing as a believer in Christ. I'm going to focus on my message being, being founded and solidified in God's Word. We're going to do all of those things to make sure that you and I and that our church and those that would come to our church know Christ and have an opportunity to know and to grow in who Christ is. So we're going to focus on that. We're going to focus on every aspect of worship. Again, like I stated, this is something that will be a focus is our worship service that's, that's here every Sunday at 1030 the music aspect of things. We're going to look at our children, we're going to look at our teenagers, and we're going to develop and try to develop in them as they grow up an avenue that they could worship as well. We're going to focus in walking with Him. Again, if we go back to our vision, a lot of our vision is geared specifically at you and I growing as individuals, encouraging as individuals to then become that united front. And so walking with Him is an avenue that we are going to focus that on. That we would serve, that we would look at our personal lives, that we would focus in on prayer, 
And some of these things we'll do as corporate. We're going to have corporate prayer times and all these different things and all these things. We are going to try from a church perspective to, to, to allow you to, to have those things in, in front of you. But that we would grow in walking with Him. I believe with all of my heart this church and any church the greatness of the church obviously is Christ, but the greatness of any church is you and I growing as individuals. This is so key and so vital, I believe, with everything that we're talking about today, is that you and I are growing as individuals in Christ. That you would get to a place, whether you're a new Christian or you're a Christian that's been saved for 50 years, but that you would get to a place where you would not ever tire of loving God and learning God and growing in who God has you to be. And then at the same time, that we would get to a place that that our walk isn't based on somebody else. If there's one thing I've found in being involved in church is so many times the walk of the people is based on the pastor or the people that are leading from the front. I pray that we never get to that place where your walk is based on me. I want to do all that I can to encourage you. I want to do all that I can to give you the tools to grow, the know, all of those things. But it's got to come down to you and I as individuals doing those things. Next is sharing him. Again, with our evangelism We're going to focus on evangelism. We're going to focus on local missions. We're going to focus on global missions. We're going to focus on church planting. You say some of these things, how are we going to do this? We're just a small church or we're just this or that. We're going to do it because we're going to focus on it. We're going to make sure that we are going out and we're sharing. Some of that may just be by finances. Some of that may be, I don't know what that's going to be. But I look at this and I think of our evangelism. What are we doing to tell others about Christ? I look at our local missions. We had a local missions meeting just last week, I believe it was, where a group of people are trying to figure out ways that we can get more involved in our community and do more involvement in our community to, to, again, share Christ with those. Global missions, I think of just in February. There's, I think it's, was it eight? There's eight of us in February that are going on behalf of Oasis Baptist Church to Guatemala. We've never done a trip like that, and in February we're doing that. I don't know what comes out of that. But I know that we're called to go and we're going to do that for the first time starting in February as we go. And we'll talk a lot more about that leading up to that. But church planting, how can we be involved in church plants in Las Vegas? How can we be involved in church plants in the states, around the world, so on and so forth? But I believe that's a part of our call as a church is that we would do those things. And lastly, is that we would be a family. And really what we're looking at with our family is... That's kind of the internal of who we are. The way that we fellowship with one another. That's a part of our fellowships tonight. I pray that you come back. We're just going to celebrate today. We're going to have a lot of music. We're going to have a lot of desserts and snacks and just have a good time with one another. But that's a time that we fellowship. Our small groups are times that we fellowship, are times that we can grow as a body. Yes, we grow in Christ as well, but we grow together. But as we look at the areas of family, these are areas that we want to focus on. Why? Because again, we, I pray that we are a family 
moving forward as much as we're individuals continually moving forward. And so as we look at this stuff that we talked about tonight, the foundation, the vision, the mission, the core values, the areas of focus, the question that could be asked is, what's next? What's next? And I'll say this. It starts today. There's not going to be a big unveiling of this is now Oasis. The unveiling of where we're headed is today. It starts today with you and I buying into what God has called Oasis to be. It starts today with you and I doing those things, that we adopt the new mission of Oasis, that we adopt the core values that we would know, share, walk, worship, and be that family. Today we are to be and to create passionate followers. Today these things take place. Are there still things that we're going to continue to work on? Absolutely. Is everything that you're going to see today the last of what you're going to see of all of these things? Not at all. You're going to see a lot of new things pop up around Oasis. Everything that you're going to look at from now until Jesus comes is going to have the, the mission to be and to create passionate followers. Everything in our Sunday school classes are going to be around the idea that we're to be and to create passionate followers. Everything that we do, why we do children's ministry, why we do teens, why we sing songs of worship, why we do all of the things that we do are going to come right back to all of the things that we talked about today. We direct everything back to these things because it is who we are today moving forward. And like I said, there's going to be a lot of things that we unveil, that we bring out. Stuff as simple as the tithing envelopes that are in front of you. They'll be new. With new statements on them and all of those different things. I've said this, and I believe this, and I mean this with all of my heart. I am not here to be the pastor of a cute little church. My goal is not to have a title, Pastor Aaron Flanagan. I could care less what you call me. I'm not here, I've never lived my life to be called anything with a title. I am here, and I say this as genuine and as real as I can say it from the bottom of my heart, I am here to do all that I can to honor and glorify God with my life and to bring you along with it. It is... I am not here... To build a church of 5,000, if that happens, then praise God. I am here to give everything that I can to God. My goal is that you and I would grasp around what I believe with all my heart that God gave to me, that we would be passionate followers of Christ And that we would go outside of these walls and do all that we can to bring more people to be passionate followers of Christ. That we would encourage each other. That we would be a family. That we would do all the things that God has called us to be. I want Oasis Baptist Church to make a huge impact 
in this community. But it only happens when I as an individual grow in Christ and am able to make an impact in this community. And it only happens when you as an individual and when you go to work tomorrow and when you do the things that you do every single day are passionately following Christ and you are making the impact. The impact that Oasis Baptist Church has on this community is not because we have a really nice building. It's because you are passionately following after Christ. And my goal of being the pastor of Oasis Baptist Church is not to have a cool title. And it's not that we had a cool feel-good story over the last couple years and that God has done something. My goal is that we have a church that thrives on Jesus Christ and that we are reaching people for the cause of Christ, not because of the size of anything, but because people are following in love with Christ. Period. And so this morning, when we look at some of the ideas as to what is next, I'm going to go through these because they're up here. I really kind of just skipped right over this, but that we would have a strong foundation allowing Oasis to be cohesive in all of our efforts. That we would have all of these things, would, we would be in, in really just one accord with everything that we're doing. It would allow for consistency. It unites us for God's glory. And here's the last slide. Let's move forward. Oasis, I don't know if today is your first day. Thank you for being here. You got a little bit of a glimpse of who we are. You saw some of the vision. You saw the mission. You see our core values. I mean it with all of my heart. I am ready to just have church and honor and glorify God in everything that he has given to us. And I am praying that you and the other however many people will walk in these doors, will unite around one purpose and one mission that we would be and create passionate followers of Christ with every ounce of who we are as a believer in Christ. And this morning, I really don't know the best way to end out this service. I don't know, we always do a, an invitation and these kinds of things, but I'm going to do this. I'm going to have, Mom, if you could just come. I'm not going to have any songs sung. I'm going to have she just play some music. And I'm going to ask this. Before we dismiss and leave, I'm just going to ask that you as a church, that you as an individual, maybe you grab your family, maybe you, I'm going to open up the altar, you can sit where you're at, but I'm going to ask you, will you join in and be a part of Oasis Baptist Church? And will we put everything that's ever happened over the course of 52 years aside and say, thank you, God, for 52 years. But God, here's where we are, continually moving forward. And I'm asking that your family would join my family. I'm asking that you would join me. Because I believe that God has a reason for Oasis Baptist Church being here. 
I believe that God gave this building to us for some reason. Though some get upset, though some get worried, though some don't understand, and I get all of that. But God gave us this property for a reason. And for today, while we're here, we're going to honor and we're going to glorify God in it. We're going to share the gospel. We're going to do everything that we can to be passionate followers of Christ and go and tell others. And we're going to bring them in to encourage them to be passionate followers of Christ as well. And so this morning, I'm just asking you this. I'm going to have the music play. And like I said, you can come forward. You can sit at your chair. You can do what you want. I really, I don't want to say I don't care, but I really don't care. But I am going to pray right here. I'm going to ask my wife to come and join me. And I ask you. Oh, I'm okay. Two years ago, today, I preached the first time at this pulpit. And it was probably the most atrocious prayer or sermon you've ever heard in your life. I believe God has us here for a reason. And for a long time I thought, though, there's no way that I'm the guy to stand here. I'm asking you, church. There's a reason for Oasis Baptist Church in Las Vegas. He brought you here for something. I don't know what it is. I may be the worst pastor you've ever heard, the worst preacher you've ever heard. I may be the best, I don't know. I may be somewhere in between, but here's what I know. I want to be as genuine as I can in following after God. And for today, he's put me here, and I want you to be a part of it with me. Would you come? Would you come and be a part of it with me? Mindy, will you come? If you want, you can join me here. If you want to sit where you're sitting, that's just fine. But would you come this morning? Thank you for worshiping with us here at Oasis Online. If this message was an encouragement to you, would you send me an email and let me know at pastor at obclv.org. Before you go, go check us out at oasisbaptistchurch.org. And if we can be of any help to you or an encouragement to you, please let us know. Thank you so much for listening and have a great day.